Well, hey there, you awesome babe, you, and welcome to episode 11 of the Money, Mindset, and Manifest podcast. I'm your host, Jen Ostrander, and I am a women's empowerment and money mindset coach. I am here to talk to you today about money again, but this time we're going to talk about money beliefs. What are money beliefs? What are your money beliefs? So the question that I really want to ask you is what do you believe to be true about money? When you really sit down to think about that, this really stems from your childhood. Your beliefs really about anything are constructed in our brains or absorbed in our brains really from ages zero to seven. And we are just like little tiny sponges that just absorb our our immediate environment. We don't know what to think. We come out of the womb and we're just like blank, blank slates. We don't know what to think. So we look, we listen, and we learn from everything and everyone that's around us. So again, I want you to think back when you were little and think about your immediate caregivers. It could be your parents, could be your grandparents, could be, I don't know, your nanny or your big brothers and sisters, uncles, aunts, whoever, whomever you were around most and think about how they acted around money. What did they talk about money? What did they, what were their actions? What were their, their feelings? What, what was everything around it? Like did, like for instance, did your parents argue a lot about money? were, Were the bills like, there was always, there was never enough to go for the bills or you see what I'm saying? Did your parents say, or did your caregivers say rich people are greedy? You know, I don't want to be rich because all those freaking rich people, they're greedy. They're stingy. Um, were your parents stingy with money? I know that mine, my mom was a little, like a little stingy with money, but yet I don't really think that that had a lot to play in my upbringing, but I just saw it. Well, maybe it did. No, you know, now that I'm having a little aha moment here. (laughs) So were your parents stingy with money? Did they buy off-brand clothes and, you know, store-brand food? Or were they, you know, did they not want to lend money out? Or, you know what I mean? Did they hoard money? Like, was it, was there never, I can't, was, was there always a, a thing around money where I can't spend it because I have to save it for a rainy day? You know, it's just always like a panic mode. Or on the other spectrum, did, did people around you, were they frivolous with money? Were they irresponsible with money? Did they spend too much? Did you, did you witness people just being too extravagant with money, just like throwing it away and spending it on stupid shit. Did you have a gambler as a parent? Or did you see that, you know, the the neediness of always wanting to get that big hit? Did you see that desperation when people are gambling? I went to Vegas one time and 
I'll tell you what, man, you can get sucked in mighty quick because sitting at that, you know, at that $2 blackjack table and you're winning and you're up and you're up and you're up. And then you're like, oh my God, if I just, if I just double this, I can win so much money. And it's just like that. Oh my God, I could pay. You get this frantic and then all of a sudden you lose and you're like down in a slump and you're like, oh, so did you witness people gambling? Did your parents have like a really strict budget and it was just so money was so tight because not a single penny could go towards anything else but what it was designed or designated to go towards. Really ask yourself all these questions and think about what was your main like surroundings all around money? Like what 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 were people talking about it? Were people smiling and were people, oh yeah, let's pay this bill. Oh, Uncle Jimmy, you need a thousand dollars? Here you go, you could pay me back. Was it just carefree? Did you have a really good upbringing? Did your parents teach you about money? Or was money taboo? Did money, was money never spoken about? Because it's just, you know, you don't talk about money because it's just, it, other, each generation comes from a more survival and lack mentality because when you think about it back in the day there were wars I mean there's wars today's but there were wars where the depression and people were eating bread for dinner and a loaf of bread went spread out for you know you see what I'm saying like back in the day like I know that my dad grew up in a time where shit was scarce and you just, you made do with what you did and you spread it and it, you just, it was one of those like lack mentalities. So I grew up in my twenties, I grew up with in more of a survival mode. I had two young kids, most of my twenties, well, uh, let me let me backtrack. Most of my early 20s, I had one child and I was on my own and it was darn right survival mode. Like we shopped at the cheapest places just to make my dollar stretch because I was always thinking, good God, I don't want to move back with my mom. <laughs> That's my one, number one thing. Like I'm not moving back with my mom. So... And then in the my late 20s, I ended up getting married, having another one, and that was <laughs> a horror story in and, in, and, in and of itself. But then I ended up having, in my early 30s, two young children, and I was still in that survival mode. I just needed to, my kids needed to stay alive. And I didn't really have, because I wasn't really taught, any type of well, let's have fun. You know what I mean? Now, granted, it wasn't all just horrible. And of course, you know, my kids had a, a good childhood and I was all around happy. But today, I really wish I would have known back then what I know now. Because now I believe money to be a resource. It's not the end all be all. It's not this or that it's not 
well, if I spend it on this and I can't have that, if I, if I, if I give her this, then I, then I won't be able to do this. So if I pay this bill, I won't be able to pay that bill. And it's not a stretching, uh, desperate, um, lack mentality that I had before. I now believe money is a resource and I believe this resource is used for good. It's a tool that's used for good. I firmly believe that because money gives us choices. Money gives us options and ultimately money can give you freedom. So pretty much money, it's it's a piece of paper. And it's funny that it's so ironic that my dad would always say, well, money doesn't grow on trees. Well, technically it kind of does because it's paper. And where does paper come from? Well, nowadays it's kind of like plasticky, but it's just kind of funny. But so money is really the energy that we give to it. So for instance, if you believe that money is evil, is the root of all evil because you saw Uncle Jimmy steal all the money from Aunt Patty and Aunt Patty went under and Uncle Jimmy just he gambled it all away and and now they they lost their house and this and that and well that can be thought of as oh my god money is evil but if you think of money as a tool to be used for good, then you start seeing all of the good around you. <clears throat> so if you start, if you, if you say that money is evil, you start to see all the evilness that is involved with money. Our brains are funny like that because when we start to think thoughts, our brain thinks, okay, she wants to think this thought, so let's bring in evidence this is a known scientific fact. This is not just bullshit that I'm spewing out to you. It's not just hokey pokey. It's not just witchcraft. <laughs> Our brains are designed to keep us safe. So if we start thinking a thought, our, like for, in, for instance, with a car, you buy a car, you buy a white Honda Civic. All of a sudden you start seeing white Honda Civics everywhere because your brain is focused on this white Honda Civic and therefore, your brain's just focused on a white Honda Civic. So therefore, it's, it's directed towards, you start noticing all these white Honda Civics because that's what your brain's thinking about. That's what your focus is directed towards. So when you think that money is a resource for good, you start seeing and experiencing all these opportunities that come to you that you can use money as a tool for good, as a resource for good. So, which one do you wanna think about? Which one do you want to have completely overtaking your brain? Money is bad or money is good? Because if you start, if you keep thinking that money is bad, money is always gonna trip you up. You're always gonna be thinking, I never have enough. It's never here. Why is it doing it? Why, why is this happening to me? So switch your thought patterning, even if it's, I get, I get it if you're, if you're, listen, I get it if you have been conditioned your entire life to think that money is bad, 
you can't just think happy and blissful thoughts and then everything is hunky-dory. Switch them from the bad thoughts to neutral thoughts. Go from bad to neutral and then when you're good on neutral, that's when you can start switching to good because you got to get out of the bad pool, (laughs) dip your toes into the neutral pool and just start saying neutral statements about money. Money is just paper. Money is, is a resource. Money can buy me a coffee. Money can pay my electric bill. Money can buy school lunches for my kid. Money, just neutral things, you know? And then when you start, th- when you start just getting into the neutral, the habit of the neutral statements, that's when you can start, your heart starts believing that yeah, money, money can hire a lawn guy to cut my grass and then my lawn starts looking good and then my, my, my property starts looking good and then my house looks good, yeah. And then you just start trickling into or stumbling into, <laughs> if you will, the positive and the good aspects about money. So I want you to ask that question. What do you believe to be true about money? So that's all I have for you today. That's a really deep question that I really want you to just to ponder, to think, to journal on it. And don't judge your answers. Don't be like, oh, man, I really suck by thinking about this. No, don't do that. You just observe your answers. And if you want, DM me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active at. And, you know, because I get it. You don't want to be, if you don't want to post your answers, because, you know, I don't want to feel a little vulnerable. That's okay. I can help you. DM me. And if you like, these are my, this is what I believe about money. How do I get out of it? Girl, I will help you. Okay? So I'm at Money Mindset Manifest on Instagram. And I hope this episode has helped you because really studying about money and money beliefs and the energy of money has helped me climb out of this lack and survival mode. And man, I'll tell you what. I click my Wells Fargo bank app and I don't feel shitty anymore. And you and the key is to not feel shitty no matter what amount of money is in your account. That's the goal. Because you don't want to you don't want your feelings to depend on how much money is in your account. If you have $10 in your account, you don't want to feel like shit as opposed to I have $10,000 in my account and I feel amazing. That's, that's, you don't want your outer circumstances to reflect about how you feel. All right, these episodes are starting to get a little bit longer and longer each time. We're up at the 15 minutes, so I really want you to think about that. Here's the question again. What do I believe to be true about money? And it might take you five minutes and you might just write five pages. It might take you a week to really think about it. But look back to your childhood. All right. I will see you next week, my love, and have a good day.